Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation is building its Do Good Village in Lando Lakes, Florida. It's the first of its kind, a community of 110 homes for the Foundation's program recipients. So together, families can heal. So together, families can help one another. A special place where families know that their neighbors understand and care. Make the Do Good Village the first of many. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Sends it over to Edward Robles. Go and surname FC. What is up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores, host of the Insert Name FC podcast. And with me, as always, is my best friend and the other host of the show, Edward Robles. Hey, how's it going, guys? All right, guys. So what we're going to do a little recounting of these episodes. Because of uh, there seemed to have been a miscount uh, from last week, um, so initially the plan was that we were going to have the interview rewind episode be kind of just its own thing. But uh, with heavy discussions between us and, and Spencer, we decided that we were going to make that episode twenty four, meaning that last week's episode was in fact episode twenty five. So we <laughs> yeah. hit the hit the quarter mark already. So this will be Asshole. episode 26. I really don't know a player with <laughs> word 26 uh, off the top of my head. Neither do I, man. Neither so, do I. So this is this is where we're going to stop mentioning players because uh, this is... Well, okay, well... Yeah, no. I mean, the, the next number I can think of is like... 27. That's 27, yeah, I guess so. Um, well, Boniac for me for as far as choosing Dynamo goes. Um, but... Yeah. So, anyways, it just when the numbers get higher, it just gets a little bit more difficult to, to because you know obviously soccer players don't tend to wear high numbers. They usually wear low unless they're in Italy. Just everybody yeah. in Italy just doesn't give a fuck about those. But anyways, um, but yeah. So we have. So this is officially episode twenty six. Episode twenty six. Um, so just to get everybody uh, on the same page. Um, so so yeah. Um, that's really just much it about say that like just a little housekeeping real quick, but yeah. So we got a, another good episode. Obviously, we got some headlines, <laughs> some really juicy headlines, by the way. Yeah. Um, especially shit that just came to just pop off today. Bro. Um, some game recaps. Of course, our players of the week. Um, our game previews. We will actually also be previewing the round of sixteen of the Europa League. Um, we'll go ahead and do a quick. Recap of the game, so the round of 32, and then obviously the round of 16. 
and Jesus Christ, Robo. Um, and then obviously he's starting, he's starting off strong. Starting off strong already. Uh, previews and games, really big games coming up. It's going to be <coughs> round two. Well, actually, te- I guess technically round four, right? Of, of like between us, of us and our bets between you, me, and Spencer. Yeah, exactly. It's round four, but it's round two for me and Spencer. So, we're, <coughs> so next episode, there will be somebody singing for our outro. At least that's guaranteed. And then, of course, three up, three down. Any topic that brings some 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 sort of nostalgia, I guess you can say. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so there is that. <coughs> so before, you know, before we get into the show, man, congratulations to the U.S. women's national team um, winning their fourth She Believes Cup, a tournament that I guess essentially they created um, and they 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 handled business. You could, I mean, you know, women's national team is obviously the U.S. women's national team is obviously the more the most dominant of of women's soccer, and clearly it shows as they ended up clean. They had a clean sweep. They beat Canada one nothing. They beat Brazil two nothing, and then they destroyed Argentina six to nothing. Brazil, how much would that have to suck for Brazil to have to like put their hopes on Argentina? <clears throat> Pretty bad. That point, pretty bad, pretty pretty bad, yeah. So yeah, so uh, congratulations to the women's <laughs> national team. Um, I feel like that team is just like it's one because you you think about it, you're like, oh man, a lot of these, you know, a lot of these ladies, you know, eventually going to retire, but then you see who's coming up for them. It's just like, yeah, they're they're not gonna. I don't think it's gonna be gone for any time soon. And then it's crazy because they're, now they're with another manager now, um, taking over the women's national team. Um, and it just seems like it's just business as usual for the U.S. women's national team. Yep. So yeah, congratulations to the U.S. women's national team for and, and winning more trophies. I think Jesus Christ, I don't know how many trophies they have at this point. And, and their their eyes are set onto the Olympics. So hopefully we get to see the men's side also be in the Olympics. But we know who's going to dominate at least for the U.S. when it comes to soccer, which is the women's national team. Yeah, they can bring it. All right, guys. So, like I said, we have a really good show. We have a really jam packed. So, um, we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break. I know we just started, but we're gonna take a quick break. Um, you guys can listen to some ad to an ad. I, I don't know. I don't know what Spence is gonna play, but we're gonna we're gonna play an ad, and then we'll we'll get into it with these headlines. <coughs> oh, sorry, my throat. <clears throat> I thought you were gonna say something, but okay. Hector, what was your New Year's resolution? Same one as every year. Read more. Why every year? Well, with school and work, it's simply hard to find time to read. What if instead of reading, you listen to someone read your books for you on Audible? Audible? Audible has a large library of audiobooks that you can listen to at your convenience. I like listening to my audiobooks on my way to work. What if I don't like Audible? You can start a 30-day free trial when you go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash insert name FC podcast. You'll be supporting the insert name FC podcast along with finally getting that New Year's resolution done. Thanks. Now I'm going to start a 30-day free trial. All right, let's get going with some headlines. All right, Edward. I feel like most of these are going to involve you in some way. Okay, maybe not one of them, but <laughs> two of them at least definitely. Um, we're going to have to hear your opinions on them. Yep. And the first headline is going to be, uh, Dean Henderson is having thoughts on leaving Manchester United. Um, I don't know. You don't know about what? I don't know. I mean, Dean Henderson. <clears throat> I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out there. Do you know who Dean Henderson is? No, I 
Um, well, for one, God dang, he's he's a uh, he's he's actually have said to people believe that he is the future of England as far as the goalkeeper position. Ah. So, um, okay, well, since Edward currently lives under a rock, um, <laughs> Dean Henderson actually was the start was at was on loan to Sheffield United last season. Had a really good season with Sheffield United. I mean, obviously they're still in the English Premier League, so got to count for something. Um, but obviously. The reason why he was loaned out was because he's not playing because, well, you have David De Gea. Well, take it for what you want right now. He's not necessarily the best of goalkeepers out there, but the fact that, you know, Manchester United are somehow where they are, I don't... I mean, personally, <clears throat> personally, I think I would put more time with Dean Henderson. I was reading up on him now. Um, but I would stick I mean, you know me, even on FIFA management, I'd always go for like the young buck and I'd give him more play time. No, yeah, you definitely are an Um I mean, <laughs> but I mean, I can understand what, where he's coming from. I mean, obviously a lot of people do. Ha- and he's a really, he's actually a really good goalkeeper. I've seen him play. He, he's actually really solid. Um, and unfortunately, just the fact that I think Manchester United are just, just at this point, loyal to David De Gea for yeah. what he's done for the club. Though I feel like it, maybe it is time to move on from David De Gea. I mean, He's not necessarily the reason why Man U is having such success. I mean, no one really knows the reason why Man U is having such success right now, uh, to be frank. I mean, not even everyone knows. Um, so, I mean, yes, there's a lot of question marks behind it. But, I mean, I can understand why he would want to. Well, he kind of gives this ultimatum, if you will, of like, hey, man, if this guy's still here and he's still your starting goalkeeper, then I want out and I want to go somewhere that I can play. Yeah, I mean... <clears throat> And the thing is, uh, I think uh, decent teams are actually looking into him to get him. So um, if he decides to leave, he's not going to be like out there too long as a free agent. So for him giving that ultimatum to Man U, or uh, obviously this is all speculation. We don't necessarily know if this really happened, but obviously it appeared on the headline. So we this is uh, clearly there's some there's some some rumbling. Um, so is this valid though? Do you think he has like a legitimate reason to have this gripe with Manchester United? Mm, I mean, not necessarily, personally. I, I don't think so. Uh, he just kind of has to, if he really wants to stick with Man U, man, <clears throat> I mean, De, De Gea, he's a good goalkeeper. It's just like you say, he's not the best. So, I mean, he could still dethrone him, honestly. If he actually shows him up in training or even in an actual game, bro, like, you can get that spot. Nothing's really set in stone. Where De Gea has a contract that says you will start every game, period. So even at his young age, you know he can actually do it. He can pull it off. No, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll see how it goes. Um, I, I think Manchester United has like a lot going for them right now. Uh, but we'll definitely see what happens, what they do with that young goalkeeper. Because I mean. I mean, the other option is just to like, you know, set him out on loan again. I mean, if he wants to go, if, if the issue is that he just wants to play. Now, if he wants to play for Manchester United, well, that's a whole different discussion on its own. But I mean, uh, you, you, like I said, you're going to, we're going to, it's going to be a case by case basis. But I think for sure, if, if he is really frustrated, I mean, Manchester United is going to have to make a, a decision. Do they want to stick with a player that they've had for so many years now? Um, who's, who's done some service for them? Um, or, you know, look, move on and move on with the future. That's going to be the, the, the thing to check on. 
Yeah. <clears throat> All right, man. So the next headline is, well, I'm not entirely sure. Okay, well, obviously we found out that you're not necessarily familiar with Dean Henderson. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with Efrain Alvarez? Yeah, I'm familiar with him. All right, so he, obviously, for those who don't know, he does currently play for uh, the Los Angeles Galaxy. And he is actually in a bit of a, uh, I guess you could say, tug of war, uh, love triangle. What's what, 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 what do I want to call it here? Mm, I think <clears throat> maybe not a love triangle. It's more of a he has to choose basically. Uh, I don't know how else he would put it out there. Um, I guess Fable. You choose with the good he's, or the bad. He, he's Angela Martin having to decide between Dwight and Andy. Oh, there you go. And that and Dwight and Andy Perfect. is the U.S. men's national team or the Mexican national team L3. Um, he is actually in between them, both teams. Obviously, this is kind of comes with the whole being a dual citizen. Well, I mean, I don't think he's necessarily like a Mexican citizen, but obviously, he. If for people that want to figure out how exactly do you go about with uh, national team selection, you can either be a, a citizen of the country or actually get your citizenship from that country, or you can play for the country your parents are from. And so, obviously, a lot of Mexican Americans do end up at, at one point choose Mexico over yeah. the U.S. but mm-hmm. respectively so. But, um, and Efrain Alvarez is someone that has had a lot of high expectations on. A lot of people say that this kid is a very, very skillful and very knowledgeable the game that they think that this guy, um, this is why you have, you, you have the U.S. men's national team in Mexico kind of going to a tug of war to, to, to have him. And so, um, yeah, now it's time for him to choose because he is on both the U.S. and Mexico's U twenty uh, U twenty three teams for the Olympic qualifiers that are coming up, and he has to make the decision by March eighth. So, I mean, so where do you go from here? Like, you know, obviously he did get called up with the U.S. men's national team when they destroyed El Salvador. Um, he didn't play, at least I don't think he played. Um, and if he did, he just made like a, probably like a brief appearance. I know he didn't start for sure, but um, I mean, you know, like. Like obviously, you have two team, two countries that really want you. So, if, one, what does that say for the U.S. if they're able to to snag Efrain Alvarez? I mean, that would, that would be pretty badass to have this kid play for the U.S. men's national team. Um, but well, I mean, what do you what do you think his thoughts are? Because he still hasn't said anything. Um, I mean, it, it, this is kind of the dilemma. I mean, obviously, um, we, you know, we, when you talk, we talked with Victor Ariza last week, and he kind of, you know, obviously, you know, he. He's from he's Mexican American, and yeah. he gets the, you know he he's obviously obviously wanting to support Mexico when they're competing, but obviously he's an American and he wants he also loves the U.S. men's national team. Um, and sometimes you know like you know he, you kind of have like you know you're in, in between the crosshairs. Um, most of I mean as far as you from us growing up, I know a lot of our friends that are Mexican American usually cheer for Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> preferably. Um, and I mean, I see the appeal. Obviously, Mexico, they have the fans. They have, uh, I think, the energy. You know, there's something about playing for L3 um, that, that's really exciting um, and all that. But And the history as well, obviously. A lot of legends come out of Mexico as well. You know, when you think of like Hugo Sanchez and and, uh, and Chicharito. Cuauhtémoc Blanco. Cuauhtémoc Blanco. Um, Osvaldo, Osvaldo Sanchez. Ares Borghetti. Ojo Bautista. 
Oh, my Bravo. I mean, there's just like, it's, I mean, that's just a long list of really talented players that have come out of Mexico. And I mean, that's enticing. Um, but I mean, you also see what's going on right now in the U.S. Like this, this, this young super team, if you will. Yeah. That are very well communicating with each other. And I'm sure, I'm sure Sebastian Legit, I mean, you know, his LA Galaxy teammate and Julian Araujo are probably trying to persuade him to stay with the U.S. But it's really up to him. Like wh- wherever he thinks is like, a gonna he's gonna be able to play in, and two, um, it feels fits to what he does. I mean, because you gotta think about it, on the other side, you have Tata Martino. So yeah, yeah, somebody who's actually, I, I who I think is a, is a pretty badass coach. I mean, not just because he was you know Barcelona's coach for a minute, but he he's done some good shit. No, yeah, totally. So it, I I can see like if you make a pros and cons list, I think. Both are very enticing uh, opportunities. It's just going to be up to him to see, like what, like I said, he has to pick what he thinks is best for himself. So I mean, there's that. But yeah, anything else to say for Efrain Alvarez before we move on to the juicy topic? Well, I mean, he is. He knows what he wants to do. I'm sure he does, and he's leaning towards. Uh, I want to say he's kind of leaning towards Mexico. Just a little bit. Something inside me tells me that he needs to just a little bit, but he still just needs that extra push. And if he doesn't, I mean, you know, we we get to have him, which pretty badass prospect that, pretty uh, pretty badass young young buck that, alongside the men's national. Yeah, totally. All right, man. So the next topic is Barca Gate. Literally, yeah. all right. So for people that want to have a reference. Um, today is Monday. Well, we record on Monday, and literally, the literally as I wake up this morning, I get notifications about one Joseph Bartomeu getting arrested. Not only him getting arrested, but CEO Oscar uh, Oscar Grau and Roman Gomez Ponti were arrested. Were arrested. Jesus Christ. Were arrested Monday morning. Um, um, the investigation that necessarily was, is called Barca Gate, um, it, it is covering unfair administration, corruption between individuals, and money laundering. Like, holy shit, Edward. I don't even know, man. I, I don't even know what to tell you on that one. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm 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 downright speechless. I'm just like I'm in shock, honestly. So I'm like, man, is this the reason why you were so you were pushing so hard for that super super cup? For that super super league, whatever you want to call it. Who me? No. Um, Arta, oh, Arta 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 it's so crazy. I mean, you know, there's a there's there's a lot of sketchy stuff that under uh, under Joseph Bartomeu's uh time as as president of, of Barcelona. Obviously, the whole the whole thing with with Neymar, yeah, and the the under the under the table money that they gave him. Um, and then I think what? How many times did Barcelona get put in a in a, tra- a transfer ban that apparently got lifted God. for a few days? Uh, but yeah, that shit was horrible, bro. It, it really is, man. Um, but I mean, you know, it's, it's just interesting because I mean, like, <laughs> you know, you are Barcelona is just t- 
2020 and now 2021 just doesn't seem to be the year of Barcelona. Like it's just, it has been rough. Like you, 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 you go, you know, you one, you, you lose La Liga last year. You, you know, it wasn't, I mean, Real Madrid did their job, which was win their games, um, which was all they could do. Whereas Barcelona kind of just, they just took a backseat and just fucking took it up. Like they 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 just they essentially let Real Madrid win La Liga last year, mm-hmm. um, and then you have Messi's unhappiness, like even having Messi speak out uh, on the team. You have Suarez you, leaving. you torturing Luis Suarez before he left, um, he, um, and then you know obviously you still have Messi with the whole him wanting to leave Barcelona. Um, you didn't sell him, and so obviously now he's going to be going out on a free transfer, depending if they're able to. Entice him to stay, depending on what uh, the new the new president, uh, who I think at, st- at this point is still Laporte to be favored to be the the presidential candidate for Barcelona. Um, it's just like it's just, and then and then oh, and then obviously you know you got PSG trolling you twenty four seven. Ansu Fati, your 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 bright and shining light, uh, gets hurt. Uh, still is. Uh, you didn't get shellac by PSG in the first leg. Um, it, yeah, I mean, at least you're in second place in the in the La Liga table as of right now. But like, good God, like, and then this 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 bombshell drops. Yeah, it's just like I don't think it's going to change anything circumstantial. Honestly. It's just like another thing to throw into this fire that that yeah. is Barcelona right now. Mm-hmm. And, but it's just crazy. I mean, so like. Does it affect anything like with the player? Is it? Do, do, what do you think? I mean, personally, in order for it to have effect on the player, I think it um, it has to do with with how well they got along with the owner as well, or you know the president. So at that at that point, it's kind of like um, you either were cool with the guy or you weren't. Um, maybe he gave you a little extra money on the side. You never know, and that's also one thing. You know, as a player, kind of have to think like, "Hey, was he gonna snitch if he did give me extra money? You know, on the side, if he give me money under the table, is he gonna snitch on me just so he can get like maybe less time in jail or something, or what's going on?" So even then, the players do have something to worry about because he might throw them under the bus just to see how far he can get away with. It's just crazy how. Apparently, Bartomeu was just a terrible, terrible thing to happen to Barcelona. It's clearly showing, man. But Jesus Christ, it's just I'm speechless at this point. It's just like, but you know what's the worst part is like they're probably not the only they're probably not the only club that that's doing this. That's the thing. Also, like they just happen to get caught. Like I mean, oh yeah, they they got caught. Well, we got caught. I mean, you you obviously we 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 you, you can go back to when FIFA had like their own scandal of their own. Uh, you know, when we found out about, uh, I forgot the, the former president of FIFA, I forgot his name now, but, you know, obviously he was having some sort of, of scandal of him doing, doing his own getting bribed for some shit. But anyways, yeah, it's fucking crazy what's going on with Barcelona. Um, and this just adds just a lot more to what the crazy novella that Edward is witnessing right now. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> man, I was like, I'm just going to stick playing FIFA or something with Barcelona. Like, like right now, it's just like, you just found out that the stepbrother, it's, it, it's been the stepbrother the whole time. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but, like, man, uh, sucks. Uh, all right. So, 
I mean, that's all I really can say. There's nothing really much. There's really to, not much. Yeah. There's not much else to say until like obviously until more pops up, more 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 things come out of the woodwork. But it's just crazy to wake up one wake up this morning and find out that uh, yeah, Joseph Bartomeu is getting arrested. So I mean, I'm sure you well. I don't think we really care too much at this point for him, but I mean, it's just, it, it's just it's just crazy. It's just it's just bonkers at this point. Yeah, I'm just I'm kind of reading it right now. Um, <clears throat> but I mean, it was not just Bartomeu. Obviously, the, the CEO, the CEO, the CEO. What's his name? Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. The CEO. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Oscar Grau. Oscar Grau. And just uh, Bartomeu's advisor, Jaume Masferrer. Oh, so, so there's others. Yeah, there's more. Oh, shit. And more just, more uh, shit yeah. broke out. <laughs> and head of legal services, Roman Gomez Ponti. So even then, those were the guys that were arrested. That's ironic. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I mean, according to them, it's because they had to do something with them, them smearing. Uh, former players, the current players, and presidential campaigns, and they they paid, you know, uh, a third party company to do that. And supposedly, uh, a company came in and checked them out, and it turns out, you know, okay, so they didn't do any such a thing. But I guess the police kept investigating and found some shit. So, shazam, you know, they found they found more shit. So, and it was during Bartomeu's uh, reign as you know president of Barcelona. So. I just got to say, I was like, man, you know what? If this somehow makes the team play better, go for it. <laughs> Get this dude in jail, whatever. Dude. But honestly, it just sucks. If he actually did do all this, if he's the head of the, everything, he, he needs to be put away, fine, whatever they do. I mean, all right. Well, yeah, you, you got that point. But I mean, like, will there be any punishment towards Barcelona? I don't know. Like I said, Unless if Bartomeu starts naming people, pinpointing people, then I don't think Barcelona will be. Uh, they might just do the whole transfer ban thing all over again. Yeah, probably. Um, all right, man. So let's get let's get going with some game recaps. All right. So. Okay. So, my game recap is, ironically. <laughs> I don't even know how to say this because I'm like kind of like, yay, it's bittersweet after this news. Um, Barcelona versus Sevilla. Barcelona actually beat Sevilla 2-0. So, yeah. Um, like I said, bittersweet. It's a, I mean, it's a win. You, you got your revenge? Yeah, I got the revenge. I got the revenge. Yes. the, But it's still not... With, with everything that's going on right now, I don't know. It's maybe even players' contracts are up in the air. Who knows? Who knows what's going on this with everything? But anyways, Barcelona actually had fifty five percent of the possession. They all shot them nine to four, which you know it's not too bad. I mean, it's kind of something you expect out of Barcelona. Um, then they had twenty or twenty eight fouls committed and seven yellow cards given out. So yeah, I was that's a hell of a that's a hell of a big um. People kicking each other. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess now you can, the rivalry is getting a little strong between Sevilla and Barcelona. Yeah. And it matters. The Copa... The, the Copa, the Copa Spanish, del Rey. Copa del Rey matters. Yeah. 
It's a legitimate tournament. So, <laughs> what? what? What was that? Like, oh, that one doesn't matter. Or was the other one? No, it was the, the super, the Spanish the super, super, the super Cup. No one gave a fuck about the Spanish uh, Super Cup. Right. People give a fuck about the Copa del Rey. Uh, Winning the Copa del Rey qualifies you for Europe. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> Especially if you're if you're not qualifying for Champions League. Yeah, you, you, you might want to win the Copa. You got, you got something. You got something. <laughs> yeah, I get you. I get you, bro. But uh, Messi had a goal and an assist and the yellow card. So Messi had a three peat. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about the trifecta for this. There you go. I feel like Messi's kind of become kind of ruthless as of like, no, bro. No, he's he's a bit upset. It's kind of like um a lot of a lot of boomers have been saying that the reason why he's being like that is just to show how unhappy he is. Some of the people are saying that he's stepping up and he's being more aggressive and he's gonna stick with the team. That's the reason why he's actually stepping up. I feel out. like everybody has their own interpretation oh, yeah. of what's going yeah, on. Yeah, exactly, dude. Like, you don't know what's going on. You had, you had Messi, do, Messi, a, Messi, Messi for do like a little tomahawk chop on somebody to go down. No, maybe, maybe for all you know, maybe he was slipping and shit and he kicked him accidentally. Man, for all we know, man. Yeah, but no, so far it doesn't. Like <laughs> so, but I mean, they won. They got, they obviously now they're in second place in the, in La Liga table. Yeah. Um, so I mean, you got, there's that. I mean, they're, they're not necessarily that far off of it. I mean, obviously this weekend, there's, there's a big game that's going to hopefully change some landscapes for, for like the top three in La Liga. But yeah, you know, we'll get to that later. <laughs> it's, it's for you. All right. What about with your game recap, Hector? Which one would be to be? So my game to recap is AC Milan beating Roma. Two to one, and uh, Edward, you you predicted it. I know, bro. I'm surprised actually because I was like, I, I did see it. This was like the weird. So, all right. So, not only did did you predict that that Roma well, that AC Milan was going to beat Roma two to well, you said two nothing or two to one. You but you said you know it it wasn't going to be as high scoring as people thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll 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 kind of we'll talk about that as we uh, a little bit as we we'll get to there. But, but crazy enough. I, I said that it was going to be a draw for for Man U versus Chelsea, mm-hmm. and and so I'm just like, good God, like uh, our predictions came true. We should have bought lottery tickets. Shoot, I wish this would have happened with unhinged FC because <laughs> we were way off on them. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, no, like so. Getting going with this game. Um, aside from Edward predicting this game, Roma had 54 percent of the possession, but I mean, when you have it like that close, it's roughly 50 50. So. So I mean the possession was very tight. Uh Roma outshot uh AC Milan 18 to 17. Once so, again. Once real again close. Really close. So you're probably wondering 18 to 17 shots. How does the score 2 to 1? And must have been solid defense. No, actually. Uh let's just say the accuracy they were as accurate as, as stormtroopers were in Star Wars. This is the, the shots were off. Zlatan was off. As, actually, as a matter of fact, uh, Zlatan will not be in the Europa League round of 16 because he yeah, is uh, dealing with a groin injury. So, uh, yeah. so no return to no re- return to Old Trafford for him. Oh, well, sorry, guys. Spoiler: He's he playing Man U. Um, if you didn't know, <laughs> right? Uh, but but yeah. So I mean, like there, you know. So that's just it's crazy to think about that. Um, and then, but. I mean, there was some good defensive moments. I'll give that to both teams. More so on AC Milan side, Roma, like we, we've kind of said it before and over and over again, they're not necessarily that good defensively. Yeah, we, we even talked about it. So 
Um, and honestly, I think the, the theme of this game was just careless mistakes. Um, the first goal was a penalty, um, which was just, y- you can argue as much as you could for that, that it wasn't a penalty or maybe it wasn't a foul, but he didn't make contact with the ball. He made contact with the player. The player just happened to be in the box somehow, like, like a smidge in the box, but he was still in the box. Um, I mean, it's careless mistakes like that that cost games. And obviously, yes, they were able to to get back in and tie the game up. But, you know, Rebic, I will say, man, if you guys haven't been watching Rebic and AC Milan, I know he gets overshadowed by Zlatan Ibrahimovic um, and, and Lau, but Rebic, solid player. Um, also another guy that maybe doesn't get much shine because of Croatia, how stacked Croatia, well, used to be. I mean, they're all kind of getting up there in age in Croatia. Yeah. But um, no, it comes in, you know, scores a game-winning goal. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was a really... I, honestly, I enjoyed it. I think this was a really good game. It was a tight game. Yes, the shots were were, were pretty bad. <laughs> but um, they stayed in it. And I mean, um, like I said, props to AC Milan. They actually did very good defensively. Um, there was this one play that I, I, I love to highlight myself, which was... Um, it, it, it was a breakaway. Like, it was going to... It looked like if, if, if AC Milan did not stay disciplined in the back line, it would have been a goal. And um, yeah, Tamari blocked the shot, the first shot, bounced back to the player. So the player tries to take another shot. And then Sanjo Tanali swoops right in, puts his body in front of the ball and deflects it. I mean, I mean, if you're if you're a guy that has played defense like I have, you respect players that put their bodies on the line for the sake of, of not getting screwed. Um, so great, great defensive performance from certain players. I mean, there was moments, like I said, like, there was moments. I mean, aside from the fact that just a bunch of really poor taking shots, <laughs> was really the theme oh of the game. God, yeah, that was the a theme lot of the of game. Mikatarian had a clear goal, missed it. Zlatan had a bunch of clear goals, missed them. It, 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 it was it, it. This game probably could have been like seven to eight <laughs> for all we know. Yeah, for real, dude. <laughs> for how bad these shots were. Dude, those shots there. I, I don't even know, man. Some luck from the crossbar, like. Everything that you think could have happened. Look at the shot counts. I mean, like, Jesus Christ. I don't think my shooting is that bad. I have a pretty bad shot. So, Like, El Salvador's shooting is not as bad as this. Wow, bro. (laughs) Bury them, why don't you? But yeah, entertaining game, though. Entertaining game. I'll still give it that. I I was actually at the edge of my seat the whole time. So, good game. All right, Edward. Players of the week. All right. Oh, uh, fun fact. I'm actually now finally keeping track. So this, this, this did involve me going back to all our episodes because we didn't actually, I didn't actually keep a, tr- like a, a legitimate track of it. I was just assuming that Holland was going to be the, is a front runner. And I assumed correctly. Gee, um, I wonder who could have picked him. He was not in the double digits though. Surprisingly, I thought that at this point he would have been. But then when I really think about it, we're only like 26 episodes deep. So that's, Damn near impossible that he's yeah. double digits. Yeah, pretty much. But yes, Erling Haaland is the front runner for it. Uh, we'll still still thinking about what we're gonna do exactly for like I guess like so I don't know if we do like an end of year award show or we do an end of season award show, but we'll we'll definitely discuss that. Um, you know, behind the scenes. But players of the week, Edward. All right. So my player of the week this week is Robert Lewandowski. So from Bayer Munich. Um, he scored two goals against their uh, against FC Cologne, 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 like Cologne, Cologne, Cologne. So they he scored two goals in a five-one win 
against this team. So, I mean, shit, that's that's saying something right there, in my book. So, and it, he's a freaking machine. He's a goal scoring machine. Just, that he can do. Yeah, the dude, the dude, the dude's just raw, man. Like, I, that dude right there. If, if I wanted to be a soccer player and I was really, really young, starting out, that's where I try to base off of it. And yes, I would learn does the it, basics. Does it ever hurt you that like this guy was originally your number nine in Dortmund? Yeah, it hurts. Oh god, especially when he's playing for Bayern and he goes into Dortmund and scores like that. Just all right. I I didn't want him to leave either. I don't think anybody want. I think because it was it was Gotze and Lewandowski that both went. Gotze and Lewandowski. They were also trying to poach Rose, but Rose got hurt. Yeah. Yay. All right. And who, who's your player of the week? My player of the week is Myron Brodu, who scores a hat trick in AZ Alkmaar's 4 2 win against Fire Nord. Oh, nice. But um, he scored a hat trick? Yep. Against Fire Nord? Yep. Wow. So, yeah. this is also probably why we, like, I looked at the, all the names that we have dropped for this and I was like, man. Uh, no one's catching up to Holland. <laughs> no. <laughs> no one's catching up to him. <laughs> at this point. It's going to be like, mainly because Edward's clearly picking Holland a lot, but the fact that I also throw out some random ass names. Oh, yeah. He throws up. <laughs> was, there was one that I, there was a name that I couldn't even pronounce at one point. He picked. When? This was a, maybe a couple weeks back. When you can't pronounce. I couldn't pronounce it. The, it was, it was, um, Shoot, I can't remember. I can't remember his name. Well, now I have a spreadsheet for it. Yeah, <laughs> so <you> do. <laughs> probably not going to say his name anytime soon. <laughs> but anyways, um, but yeah, so those are our players of the week. Congratulations, um, Robert Lewandowski. Probably is the no, actually no, he's not. He's not the closest to. Uh, <laughs> I think third place is. Look, Messi and Ronaldo only has one vote each. <laughs> like that's how this Damn. Is. Mbappe just got a vote last yeah, week. Yeah, just got a vote. <laughs> so week. our electoral process sucks. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> but anyways, all right. So yeah, so congratulations to Robert Lewandowski and Myron Brodor for being our players of the week. Um, we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break. You're gonna, you guys, are gonna listen to another corny ad that we have for y'all. Corny. And uh, we'll we'll get back into it with our previews of the Europa League knockout round of 16. Bro, where did you get that sick jersey? What, this thing? I got it at Fanatics. Fanatics? Yeah, Fanatics. It is a one-stop shop of all things sports. They sell jerseys, hats, shirts, jackets, and much more. You can go to our bio on Instagram and Twitter at insertnamefc. You'll see our link tree to Fanatics. When you go shop on that link, you will not only be getting some fresh gear, but you'll also be supporting Insert Name FC and the Unhinged Sports Network. I'm going to go start shopping now. Wow, that was cringy. It was not. It was <laughs> decent. It was decent. I like Great acting by my, my 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 voice doesn't even sound like my voice, to be honest. <laughs> All right, man. So, Europa League knockout. So, the round of 32 is done. Next week, we'll be, they'll be kicking off the round of 16. So we're going to do a quick recap. We're not going to go break down each game because that will be uh, way too many games. Um, but we'll go. Uh, same thing like last time. We're just going to shoot out all the, all, the, all the games, all the results, and then we'll, we'll talk a little bit about them. All right, Edward. So Tottenham beats Wolfsburger 8-1. to 
Dynamo Kev beat Club Bruges two to one. Manchester United beat Real Sociedad four to nothing. Arsenal beat Benfica four to three. AC Milan beat Red Star Belgrade three to three. They won off of uh, away goals. Rangers oh. beat Antwerp nine to five. Slavia Prague beat Leicester City two to nothing. Dang. Real beat RB Salzburg four to one. Roma beat Braga five to one. Dynamo Zagreb beat Krasnodar four to two. Young Boys beat Bayern Leverkusen six to three. What? Molde beat Hoffenheim five to three. Granada beat Napoli three to two. Wow. Shakhtar Donetsk beat Maccabi Tel Aviv three to nothing. Ajax beat Lille four to two, and Olympiacos beat PSV five to four. Damn. So, what do you want to take from the round of thirty-two? Wow, I got surprised really by the um, by the young boys beating Leverkusen. Yeah, that's, it's crazy, man. Like, I mean, six to three. I mean, it's, young boys is a really good team in in, in Switzerland, but um, obviously Leverkusen. Uh, uh, yeah, that's it's it's why I mean that just shows you like, you know, you got to be in it to win it. Um, I mean. Take it what you want to the Europa League, but still. And then only Biakos beating PSV. I mean, Biakos is a good team. They're not. I just would have thought PSV would have went ahead. I just don't. I think this is not the same PSV of the years before. Probably. That's maybe. But still, dude. Shit. I think for me, the game, the game to definitely highlight is, uh, is Arsenal beating Benfica because. Oh my God! I was like having a heart attack. Uh, I was just like, "Oh my God! Please don't lose! Please don't lose! Please don't lose! Please don't lose!" So, and I mean, so obviously it was, it it was it was three three in in that in aggregate, and it was like obviously Benfica advances if if Arsenal can't score a goal. Right. Aubameyang scores the game winner. Um, I was obviously happy. I was ecstatic. Um, but then I had to go come back to earth because. Well, it's Arsenal. But, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. Um, very intense game. Benfica, a really good team. Um, not necessarily the team you want to start out with in the round of 32. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so That's why I was like, what? But yeah, so, but, but yeah. Congratulations to teams that have moved on. Um, all right, so here are the matchups for the round of 16. Edward, are you ready? I'm ready, sir. Ajax versus Young Boys. Dynamo K versus Villarreal. Roma versus Shakhtar Dunske, Olympiacos versus Arsenal, Dynamo Zagreb versus Tottenham, Manchester United versus AC Milan, Slavia Prague versus Rangers, and Granada versus Molde. Hmm. So, for you, what is that game to watch? Oh, Manchester United versus AC Milan. Even without Zlatan? Yeah. No, I mean, obviously, you have uh, AC Milan, who kind of is finding their resurrection, I guess you can say, if you will, still have a very talented roster. Obviously, you still have Rebic, you still have Sandra Tonali, you still have uh, Kessier, you still, oh my God, there's there's a, there's a lot of good, talented players in AC Milan. And then you have Manchester United, who has a lot of talent um, in that roster. It's going to be very, it, you know, this isn't the first time they have met in, in the European tournament level. Obviously, this it used to be a really good matchup in Champions League. Um, we've seen this actually be able to decide who was going to win the Champions League um, at times. Yep. Um, obviously, you remember when when Kaká had his amazing performance and obviously went on to win the Champions League with, with AC Milan that year against Liverpool. And then, you know, Manchester United had their run um, as well. So, I mean, this is a really good, uh, it's kind of like a big, a good throwback game, I guess you can say. You're going to see a lot of 
a lot of people showing some highlights of this of this legendary rivalry. Uh, is, is this a really rivalry? I mean, it's two very historical clubs. I mean, it, it's it's a rivalry when it comes to the European circuit, but not really like um, kind of like you know Barcelona Bayern, kind of like that. Okay, so that they're not they're not in the same league or anything like that, but they still get to, you know face off against each other, and they're two damn good teams. No, yeah, you got a good point. I think okay, so I'll, I'm gonna say Young Boys versus Ajax only because they are you know they just eliminated a, a Dutch team. Can they do it again? Yeah, right. Highly doubt Shit. it. <laughs> Highly doubt it. But <laughs> I mean, against Ajax, I mean, a lot of their main players already, you know, they're out of there. That's but true. They're they're still they still have talent. That's true. Um, so, so we'll definitely see. I think it's just interesting. You, it's like what luck do you have that you got paired up with another? Dutch team. So, I mean, let's see what young boys can do. Can they make a nice little run of their own uh, for that one? Do you see any upsets, Edward? Um, on this one... Hmm. Well... Maybe... Roma versus Shakhtar. Ooh. Yeah. So I feel like Shakhtar I mean, might actually... Shakhtar is still riding the whole... Like, we beat Real Madrid twice in the group stages. Yeah, I kind of had him <laughs> riding on that one, too, to beat Roma. I mean, we know Roma can't defend. So... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, there is that. 18 and, shots. And Dinamo Zagreb has proven to be very good defensively. Yeah. So, I mean, no, I, I agree with you on that one. So, um, obviously, last time when we previewed the round of 32, we kind of picked out our... We had a consensus of who was the, who was the favorite for us. Do you still believe that Tottenham is still the heavy favorites for this? I think so. I mean, there there's some teams that are showing up. I, I still think Tottenham is actually going to be a heavy favorite to win it. I totally agree. I think that, one, they, they destroyed their... They destroyed Wolfsburg 8-1. to one, So, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, um, that's just that's just overkill. And uh, I mean, let's see who who they're going up against. They're going up against Dynamo uh, Dynamo Zagreb. So I mean, mm, yeah, I mean they definitely got an easy. Uh, well, not easy compared to everybody else's draw. They definitely got the better of the draws. But yeah. um, but yeah, we'll see what they do. I mean, obviously Tottenham. Once again, Tottenham has a very stacked team. Has Harry Kane and Harry Kane's back. Um, they have Harry Kane and they have uh, Hungman's son. They have Gareth Bale, who's kind of finding his Los form. Celso. Los Celso. They're a, a really good team. Um, obviously, you have the special one in Jose Mourinho, who who seems to be really good at winning these Europa Leagues now. Um, so, I mean, yeah. there's that. Um, so, we'll, we'll see what, what Tottenham can do. Maybe Manchester United. I mean, at this point, I mean, Manchester United is going to be in the Champions League. The way it, 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 somehow they just had a sheer luck, and they're just going to be in the Champions League. So, yeah, I mean, shit. Even though what's his name Old Gunner says that, oh yeah, we're not real. How the fuck did you get up there? It, I mean, it's beyond him at this point. All right, everyone, we got some game previews. All right, Let's see real, real quick on some of these All right, so. Game preview number one. This is going to be a German Bundesliga special. This one's going to be Bayern Munich versus Borussia Dortmund. Oh, wow. So that, one, that one's going to be a hell of a match. 
that's that's basically like um, Barcelona, Real Madrid, but you know, Germany. Just uh, kind of hard to compare Bayern Munich to any other team in the world. They're pretty Bayern tense. Munich just is, is just a force to be reckoned with right now. Mm-hmm. It, it it it's just not fair. It's not fair, guys. It's, they're playing with two they're too, codes. They're too OP, man. They're literally the the guy that put the the you can't die in Grand Theft Auto and. Yeah, and, and like tanks can't destroy you. It's just like it's not. It's just not fair. If anybody knows that code, you know, you can send it to us at username FC. <laughs> Is that in the new Grand Theft Auto? Uh, I don't know, but I'm just just in general. Like, y'all still remember that code? Go ahead and. I remember those books. Those, those, those the, oh, cheat the code, code books. The you, the you yeah. never that you never bought. You just brought like a little a little notepad with you. I bought a freaking notepad. Sometimes I use my arm. Just write the cheat codes on there. Yeah. So, Good times, good nostalgia right there. All right. All right. But so Bayern Munich versus Borussia Dortmund. In the last meeting, Bayern Munich won three to two. Both these have both teams have only lost one of their five games. And Bayern has scored 67 goals, 28 from my player of the week, Robert Lewandowski. That's crazy thing, man. Like, I mean, Robert Lewandowski is just stealing he's just stealing away with. The, the the goal scoring title for mm-hmm. for the Bundesliga, and I mean Bayern Munich. I mean they're just so oped. I mean, and, and unfortunately, I mean Dortmund is just kind of caught in the crosshairs between their. I don't know what you want to call it. Their rebuild or not? Well, probably a rebuild because I mean, there is speculation that you know obviously if they don't make it, if they can't qualify for Champions League, a lot of these guys are going to want to leave. Um, yeah. That's including Erling Haaland. That's including Gio Gio Reyna. There's now rumors going around that Gio Reyna and Erling Haaland are both will be going to Manchester City uh, because of their dads both playing for Manchester City at one point of their life, other careers. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I mean, I think this is they got to do something. This is like a last ditch effort. I mean, you already know you're not gonna have you're gonna have a new manager next season. Um, it's, it's to me, Edward. It's just really hard to pick Dortmund. I think Bayern Munich. They're they're the strong heavy favorites for a reason, and I can't go. I can't. I really can't see any way where Dortmund can win this game. And and I gotta say, Bayern Munich wins this game. Mm. I'm sticking with Dortmund. I'm sticking with Dortmund. Yeah, I think Alan think, think can pull it off. And Halan you trust? Yes. So is it just Robert Lewandowski versus Holland? Yeah. You know, honestly, and, but you also have Jaden Sancho, and, and Holland's gonna be like, "The future is now, old man." I don't think he was gonna say all that. <laughs> Damn, bro. Damn, guy, love Malcolm in the middle. Damn. Damn. All right. So you got Baron. I got Blues. Yes. We'll see who wins. We'll see who wins in this upcoming matchup. We'll see. All right. Uh, the second matchup is a EPL classic, the Derby, the Manchester Derby, Manchester City versus Manchester United. This is, there's a lot going on, on the line for this one. Obviously, Man City wanting to solidify their position in the league tables. Manchester United solidifying something on their league table. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're there. Just, you I know. feel like I bash Manchester United so you much do. now. You bash them. I, so, I don't even. I don't you even know. know. You bash them so hard they went up to first place almost. <laughs> I just gave them the tough love, and apparently it worked. 
I do that for Arsenal and they just fall apart. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Arsenal, Arsenal, the other, t- the other team. With the, the sensitive ones. You tell them it's their fault, they already cry. Yeah, but I don't even think Manchester United is even aware of where they are right now. Mm-hmm. They're up top and yet they're still like, huh. Oh. Like, no, we're not, we're not competition. We we're suck not, again. We suck again. <laughs> and even though they're up there. But, all right. So their last meeting, Manchester City won two to zero. I mean, Man City have won all five of their last five games, which is not really a surprise in my eyes. Um, but, I mean, we kind of we kind of told you when we were looking at the tables uh, in December that like, don't be surprised if Man City makes a run. Yep, and yep. they're making their run. Mm-hmm. And um, Man City has only allowed or has allowed sixteen goals. So the defense is there. The defense is very much there. Yeah. Um. I mean, what do you guys say, Edward? Um, this one. The this. Man City is going to be, it's the more complete team. They're more stacked very well. Manchester United. It's one of those, like, you just, you kind of, like, match up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Each thing. You got Sergio Aguero on one hand, Edison Cavani on the other. Maybe Edison Cavani. I don't don't know. I don't know who's starting it forward. Exactly. Um, (laughs) Even then, we're still doubting. Um, I mean, and then you got to look at the managers. You got Pep Guardiola on one end. Old Gunner. (laughs) <laughs> on the other I like how you like, oh, <laughs> long. proven winner Pep Guardiola old gunner <laughs> it's like the off brand of a certain cereal that you buy <laughs> it's like you buy like you know Fruit Loops you know but the actual ones and then you go and try to buy like the other brand the Fruitos the Fruitos or whatever the hell you want to call them the Fruit Flakes or whatever you want to say but yeah they're it's kind of like that. That's how I feel. You see it as well. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I have as much as as, as it sucks for me to say, I have Man City win. Yeah, I'm with Man City on this one. I don't. I don't see it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't see it. And then, um, so yeah, so we both have Man City on this one. You have Bayern you know, Munich, and I have Borussia. For the other one. All right. So let's move on to the last one. And this one is close to both my boys over here, Hector and Spence. Um, it's going to be the uh, the Madrid Derby. Atletico Madrid versus Real Madrid. And so that's going to be intense. I do not know. For all our listeners out there, I don't know if there is a singing bet on the line. There is a singing bet. There's a singing bet. Holy we're, This fuck. is an ongoing thing on this show. We're always going to have to sing okay, a bet. Okay, okay. Just... Okay, so basically, the winner, the, 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 the winner of the match, the one who chose that team to win, basically, Hector's from Madrid. Chose the team. The, 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 the fan. Yeah, the fan. Uh, Hector's from Madrid. Uh, Spencer is Atletico Madrid. So, if Atletico Madrid wins, he gets to choose, Spencer gets to choose a song for Hector to sing on our next podcast. Um, but if Real Madrid wins and Atletico loses, then Hector gets to choose a song and Spencer will sing the song. Um, knowing Spencer, he will sing it with gusto and side effects, sound effects and side we, effects. We definitely know you won't. But yeah. <laughs> but as long as any frozen, bro. Uh, 
But and then if they tie, I get to choose the song and they both get to sing it so they can do a duet. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be as as someone that has yet to have lost a bet and so far. Yeah, <laughs> so I, it's been quite a run. Kind of hoping for the tie. It's it's quite a run. Um, this is a unfortunately an injury Brown Madrid team. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like unfortunately the first team is like out there right now because I mean Mariano is up. Yeah. The midfield is intact. I mean, there's it's still Casemiro, Cruz, and Modric. Um, Valverde is. At, uh, Valverde did play actually today. They played. Uh, they drew one one with Real Sociedad. Um, so Valverde did have an appearance. He looked pretty good. Same thing with Rodrigo. So I mean, they're 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 slowly getting back. Um, Lucas Vasquez is still at right back, which uh, that scares me a little bit. Um, but you know, on the positive side, uh, Isco got is getting to play a lot more now. So I mean, there's that. That's good. So and Isco has looked really good. So I mean, there's there's that to take from it. Um, no, yeah, this is gonna be an interesting one. I mean, but on the other end, Atletico Madrid has had a lot of struggles recently. Yeah, um, they have. They they've definitely been dropping some points, um, which is the reason why Barcelona and Real Madrid are kind of getting closer to Again. them on the table. So, so yeah. this is a big one. This is actually gonna decide uh, how this table is gonna look at if if Atletico falls apart. I mean. You know, this could be a, a good moment for either Barcelona or Real Madrid to jump over and and kind of start, you know, building their themselves up. Um, it's been quite a run for Atletico Madrid. I'll give them that. But yeah, um, but also, yeah, I mean, this also could be the start of another big run for Atletico Madrid as well. I mean, this team is very talented. I mean, Luis Suarez, you have Yao Felix, you have Llorente, you have Poké, you have Jesus Christ, this team is so stacked. <laughs> <laughs> you have Jan Oblak, who, in my opinion, and I still will, I will die on this island for it. Uh, Jan Oblak is the best goalkeeper in the world. That back line is disgusting. Um, and Real Madrid is hurt. But I mean, obviously, like I said, man, last time they met, Real Madrid won two to nothing. Uh, Real Madrid has won, well, has, has yet to have lost in their last five games. So obviously, their most recent game was 8 1 1 draw. To um, to uh, to Real Sociedad, which you could take it as a heartbreaker, but I mean they were losing one to nothing, and thanks to Vinicius, ends up tying the game up. So I mean, you could say that they dropped two points, but in reality, they they got a point. So yeah, still the way around for that one. Um, but Atletico Madrid has scored forty five goals and have allowed sixteen goals. Real Madrid has scored forty two goals and have allowed a nineteen as well. This is. It, it, it's going to be obviously it's an intense game. It's 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 a derby. Sandy Dizan versus uh, Cholo Diego Simeone. Oh yeah, um, probably going to try to grab his balls too at that time. I mean, two solid goalkeepers, Thibaut Courtois versus Jan Oblak. The back lines. I mean, Sergio Ramos will not be back. I, I believe he will be back for the second leg against Atalanta. But you have Varane and and and, and Nacho Fernandez. Um, right now, I'm going to give the back line to to Atletico Madrid. I think Atletico Madrid, obviously, they're healthier. I'll give it to them. Midfield, I think it's very even in the midfield. Completely even in the midfield. I, I think, uh, obviously, Modric, who actually is looking pretty solid uh, as of lately. Cruz being the provider the, the provider that he is. Casemiro being the stud that he is in the uh, for the defense. Um, but then you look at the midfield that Atletico Madrid, also a very talented midfield as well. Um, and then up front, I mean, 
that's probably where you can give the edge to Atletico Madrid as well, just because of the fact that they're without Benzema. They still have Joe Felix and Luis Suarez. So it's going to be a lot uh, from asking for the young players to kind of step up. Everybody step up. I mean, are we going to see Isco again in the false nine? Are we going to see Mariano try to get another, another attempt uh, up front? Um, it's just, it, there's a lot of question marks. Or do you throw Asensio on that false nine spot? I think he could probably do very well. Um, but it's, it's going to be interesting. You know, do, you, do we see the Brazilians? There's got to be a game changer. Um, someone's going to step up for them. It, it, it could be Mendy, it could be Cruz, it could be any of the Real Madrid players, but um, they're definitely going to need to do something to to uh, lift some spirits up because I think it's going all it's going to take is a spark. They know how to beat Atletico Madrid. They've beaten them plenty of times to to be able to to keep that going, but this, yeah. is, this is a different Atletico Madrid team. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure they learned a lot from the last meeting that they had with, with Real Madrid, but um, it, it's going to take a lot and I think it's going to be it's going to take some sparks. And I mean, if they can do it, I think Real Madrid can really win this game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got, I mean, you, you explained it better than I did because it's your team. So I, mm, I, just, I still say Atletico Madrid is going to win. Just 1 0, 1 0. That's fine. I mean, I, I have faith in my team. I have faith in my team. <laughs> the way you said it, though, it's I like, have faith in my, I have, I have my team. Damn it! There you go. There you go. Well, said it like you're scared. Spencer, pre- get prepared to sing again. Oh, I'm thinking shit. of thinking of something really good for you. I'm to piss off, mainly to piss off Edward, but I'm thinking of something uh, really good for you. Why would it? Why would it piss me off? Because it's not gonna be frozen. Uh, <laughs> and yet, I'm the one that gets stuck with the song. You know what? Maybe if you actually try to sing those songs, maybe we give you something nice to sing. <laughs> yeah, because you know what? If, just letting you know, next song bit that if you lose, it's probably going to be It's Raining Men. <laughs> oh, God. That's just horrible. I might have to ask somebody to sing backup for me, <laughs> Hector. But yeah, you know. I don't I don't sing backup if I lose, if I win. Winners don't sing backup. What about tiebreaker? Or what about tires? Tires? What about yeah. tires? You know, draws. Tires? I don't know what else tires? Are you tired? Yes, I'm tired, but I'm talking about tires it's in the draw. You mean I, ties? Yes. You said tires. Well, I'm talking about the... Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> if we end up tying, or Barcelona or Madrid end up tying, Spencer has to sing. That's not backup vocals. We got to sing a duet. <laughs> uh, I'll think What are you going to think? Spencer picks a song. I'll, I'll message him. Like, you have no say in this. I'm just gonna Actually, as a matter of fact, Spencer did give you a say on the song. You you just like, blah, 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 and then you got stuck singing, get your hands off my woman. <laughs> what was it? You just kind of st- stayed there like as if you didn't couldn't pick. And finally, Spencer picked the song for you. Well, I, yeah, I, was, I wasn't even sure about what that song was. But anyways, let's see. If, let's see if my streak continues. Let's see if I remain undefeated. Um, Definitely gonna be a talling task this time around. <laughs> um, it is not my birthday, so Real Madrid, go ahead and fuck shit up. <laughs> no, yeah, win the game for me, please. <laughs> Keep my streak alive, man. I've been, no. I've been running with y'all this all season. All right, all right, injuries and all. All right, so we're gonna take another break. Um, mm-hmm. You're gonna listen to another very cringy ad, and then uh, they're not cringy. He's lying. Very cringy, and then we'll wrap things up with a. Three up, three down that I think you guys would be really interesting to listen to.
Ugh, my cable bill's through the roof again. Why don't you switch to Fubo TV? What is Fubo TV? Fubo TV is a streaming service that provides over 100 channels and without the hassle of a cable contract, so you can cancel at any time. Mm, that sounds too good to be true. Well, if you go to the bio of our Instagram or Twitter at InsternameFC, click on the link tree, and go to our Fubo TV link, you can get start a seven day free trial. Not only will you be freeing yourself from cable, but you will also be supporting the Insername FC podcast and the Unhinged Sports Network. I'm going to start my seven day free trial right now. Hey, it's Hector. Yo, this is Edward. And, and we, we are, are Insername FC. FC. Listen to us discuss news, recaps, and preview games from across the world of soccer. Catch us on unhingedsn.com on Thursdays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. We, we will, will see, see you there. there. I like that. Oh, yeah. It's going to take some getting used to, but yeah. (laughs) All right, guys. So three up, three down. Today's topic is things we notice now on movies slash TV shows. All right. So if if people are trying to like, what the fuck does that mean? Um, Essentially, it's just like things you just finally pick. It doesn't necessarily mean like, oh, you know, like you just saw it, like you watched it as a kid and then as you got older, like, oh, that's what. It's just something you just like, oh, I just realized that. About it. it, it could really be anything. So, we'll start things up with Spencer and his three down are um, the lack of cohesion between certain series or sequels when writers changed. Oh, I can see that. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, there's always a bunch of continuity errors um, in anything. Honestly, like even the Office has like continuity errors. Um, no one knows who started Dunder Mifflin first, Jim or Pam. Still, don't know. <laughs> Oh, no. Don't even bother to try. But yeah, so no, Spencer has a good point with that one. Uh, number two. Um, actually, also number one. This is a, a twofer uh, here. So movies that exclude realistic facts about what really happened, like when Tom Hanks played the character loosely based on Moran Karimi Nasiri, better known as Sir Alfred Moran, who was stuck in an airport named Charles de Gaulle. Because of some BS and identity crisis, bruh, seriously slept and lived in that airport for eighty-eight to oh six. What the fuck? <laughs> Damn. I mean, you know, obviously, like I think people like whenever they they do anything like that's based on someone's real life, they they tend to uh, stretch, kind of exaggerate a little, exaggerate bit. a little bit. I mean, that's just kind of. What Hollywood does. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, like, um, so I started watching this show. It's a, like a CW show, but uh, All American. You ever heard of that show? I've heard of, I've heard of it. Um, so it is ba- technically, it is based on someone's life story, but I watched that and I'm like, okay, there's no way that this person literally experienced all this shit because <laughs> it's also, mind you, it's also a modern take of, of his life story. So right, obviously, right, like, right, right. Like, it's clearly if it's his last story. I don't think they had like social media at that time. Um, but yeah, so I mean, there is uh, uh, that fun fact. Uh, actually, um, so this last season, they they went to UCLA for a college visit, and uh, my my old boss when I where I used to work at, when I used to work for Rice's Equipment stuff. Right. Um, he actually used to be an assistant equipment manager at at UCLA. So he actually was the one that supplied actors like the the UCLA gear and all that. Um, I told him like, did you get in behind, like, did you go like make sure you got yourself in the camera? He's like, I could have, but I didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. 
I mean, um, well, I don't know. I'm trying to think of mine right now. Oh, wait. You want me to go first? Yeah, go for it. All right. I'm still trying to think of mine. All right. So, so number three. You're three down. Right. Yeah. Um, I, 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 well, this is kind of something that I realized a little bit longer, but uh, like, like re- more a while back. But, um, with King of the Hill, uh, I felt stupid when I realized this that there is no such thing as an Arlen, Texas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought it was real sometimes. But yeah. we talk about like Dallas or Wichita Falls, or so I, I thought it was like Arlington or something or something yeah. like that. But yeah, so I, I actually my dumbass actually thought that there was in fact an Arlen, Texas. It Damn. took it took me to, I, and it was like in high school when I realized that there's no Arlen, Texas. But yeah, um, so that's number that's my number three. Number two, um, I'm pretty damn sure that Rocky should either be blind or dead. <laughs> with all the what's the head? So all right, so because obviously I'm in the middle of doing a Rocky marathon because I, I fucking love Rocky. Um, but in the first, obviously after the first movie, um, he had like he took it, it took a shot on his left eye, um, and so he was technically blind from one eye. Yeah, and because you remember he had to switch from being a softball to a uh, yeah to be yeah. right-handed. Yeah, yeah, I remember that, and um. One, he Rocky has terrible defense. Yeah. I mean, we've we've seen the movies. He, he doesn't keep his arm. <laughs> he gets punched in the face way too many times, and I'm pretty sure he's got hit in that left eye multiple times. And it seemed like everyone just kind of forgot about that, especially going into like the second movie and then the third movie. You know, people forgot about it, and then the fourth movie, and then at this point, also like okay, after the events of the fourth movie when he fought, you know, uh, Drago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was like in shell shock and, and it was like, oh, you know, just one punch away and, you know, he did. Or or at least, you know, have what what um, what Muhammad Ali had. Um, and I'm just thinking to myself and he still was getting, you know, punched in the face. Yeah. And I mean, they went on and made two other Rocky movies after that. One of them involved him having a bare knuckle fight. Uh-huh. So, I mean, like, um, the dude, I'm pretty sure Rocky should be dead by now. That dude's speech should be even worse than what it is. <laughs> like I'm, I'm just saying, I'm pretty sure Rocky should be dead. <laughs> if not, if not dead, but at least blind. Like I mean, oh, <laughs> like, I mean he was Damn. supposed to be blind from one eye. So I mean, yeah. like, did, like, did I miss something? <laughs> right, <laughs> threw you off big time. <laughs> I think that was the whole plot of this of the movie. That's I mean, there was a lot of continuity errors in the Rocky movies. I mean, like in from Rocky Four to like Rocky Five, all of a sudden his son Bobby, his son Robert, all of a sudden became a teenager from mm-hmm. a baby to a teenager. So I mean, there's that continuity error, but I still love the Rocky movies. Yeah, I bet. Oh yeah, good. All right, mm-hmm. and my number one is, um, Eric Cartman has a pretty fucked up childhood. Yeah. Uh, and so, people, if you guys if you guys don't know who Eric Cartman is, obviously he's a character. He's the fat kid in South Park. Um, and the reason why I say that is because so one. All right, so in the episode of the, the Simpsons did it episode. Mm-hmm. Remember, they're like looking to go get semen for their for the sea people, mm-hmm. and you know Cartman comes in with a whole thing of, of semen, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Hey, uh, so how'd you get?" It's like, "Oh, you know, I was, I was asking for people for semen. And this guy told, uh, took me to the alley, and all I had to do was close my eyes and suck on a hose." And so I'm like, okay, well, we just found out Carmen Carmen has been giving blowjobs as a child. 
Um, and then, you know, the whole uh, Jennifer Lopez episode. Um, oh, and, I mean, essentially, Carmen gave Ben Affleck a handjob. I mean, that, that, that happened. <laughs> that is so bad. Uh, he had a whole episode where he wasn't sure who his father was. Like, yeah, there was that episode. There was also another episode where he had Tourette's. And then all of a sudden he was like talking about he had AIDS at one he point. He had AIDS. <laughs> and the joke was um, I'm he, not just positive, I'm HIV positive. And then he, uh, I mean, he also That's tried to start another Holocaust. Oh, God, <laughs> that one was bad. He was on Maury. <laughs> he was on Maury. Oh, God. That, that kid was so bad. So, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, and then, oh, the whole, the whole, uh, the, the child predator thing where he was like texting, like he was like, uh, group messaging, like older men because he wanted to have friendship with the older men, oh, not realizing they were yeah. pedophiles. Um, there was that. And then, uh, Remember when he was Osimo and and the oh, <laughs> the yeah. movie producer? I tried to. Are you a pleasure bot? Are you a pleasure bot? Uh, what? No. <laughs> oh, that was so bad. Carmen's gone through some shit. Is what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> so that's your number one. Yeah. So my number one is that. So my my my, bo- my bottom three um, are. Uh, uh, I actually thought Arlen, Texas was actually a, a real city in Texas. Mm-hmm. And I live in Texas. <laughs> um, number two was, I'm pretty sure Rocky should either be blind or dead. Um, and number one, uh, Carmen has a pretty traumatic childhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's do that. All right, all right. All right. So, my, okay, so my number three, my bottom three is. I don't know if you remember this, but Baywatch. Okay. You know how they would just run and do the slow motion shit and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. But then somehow they end up saving somebody and they're like these badass doctors somehow. But all they do is like also, also know how to deactivate bombs. Yes. I'm like, dude, like how? Like that's just that's just horrible. Like and, you know, at first you're like, oh, this is so cool, you know. And when you're when you're a kid, you don't really you don't really you look at that and you're like, man, I want to be a lifeguard too, so I can go ahead and deactivate this bomb and stop blowing up the beach. Now I look back and I'm just like, why well, that shit makes no sense. Just why? It just doesn't no, it does not make any sense at all. Yeah, you could probably watch it for like the women in the bathing suit and just, they're running and shit. That's it. I mean, no fucking feeling anything, no context for it. It's just it was just pretty bad show. I mean, we all knew what it was. We so, knew why people watched it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's my number three, Baywatch. Um, number two. Um, okay. Do you remember the House of Mouse? The, Mickey the, Mouse? the Mickey Mouse show? The Mickey Mouse show? The House of Mouse where they had all the Disney characters show up every now and again? Okay, so... If you go back and watch episodes, they always have a very dark joke in them. Like they would always say something sexual, but even though it wasn't sexual, you couldn't understand it because you're a kid. But now it's like you look back into it. They sometimes they do sexual, sometimes they do, um, how do I say, um, 
multiple children joke stuff maybe maybe stuff that if you don't you wouldn't catch it back then mm-hmm. you would catch it now in these in this time in this time and era mm-hmm. so house mouse i guess would be my two um but yeah then my number one um I guess I would have to say okay so do you remember um, how they did uh, that parody of Forrest Gump and Tropic Thunder Simple oh, Jack okay. Simple Jack yeah. Simple Jack that right there that just that just did it for me. I was like, can't believe they did. I can't believe they made Ben still like this fake actor who made a Tom a Forrest Gump ripoff movie, and and then they they just basically bashed him in all in full on retard. You went full retard. You don't. You didn't get this award or anything. Robert Downey Jr. was just going ham on him. So I I felt bad for Ben Stiller's character. It's like he did not get appreciated. I felt bad, but then if you if you look at it, if you look back now, like, do you think we would be able to get away with something like that? I mean, Tropic Thunder, the fact that <laughs> Robert Downey Jr.'s character, yeah, people yeah. are just realizing about Robert Downey Jr.'s character. Um, I, okay, maybe not realizing his character, but just realizing that Robert Downey Jr. played a black guy. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, there's like a lot. Of, People are uh, the the fact that people are just realizing, even though like I think a lot of people know it's it's a joke that like it's a it's comedy, a joke. yeah. Uh, you know, it's a it, he's a dude disguised as a dude disguised. I'm the dude playing the dude disguised as another dude or something like that. I forget yeah. what it was. But um, yeah, th- th- that movie in general just wouldn't wouldn't fly. There's a lot so, of a lot of things that wouldn't fly. I mean, that, today. There, was a, there was like uh, remember Al Pacino with his drink booty sweat. And oh, then yeah. his his candy bar busting nut. Yeah. So I mean, all of this stuff is just it's over the top. So I mean, it's a comedy, but yeah. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I like the movie. It's just, I guess you could say the concept nowadays. I have I have a feeling that it wouldn't go very well. Oh no, not now. I mean, especially with cancel culture now being a thing. So I mean, yeah. So it's just, yeah. So I guess you could say my number one down would be Topic Thunder. The fact of it um, being what it was, but if you, like you said, like if you would have known certain things in TV shows that you knew back then, or that you would have known back then, yeah, it wouldn't have survived as long as it did. I still have it on Blu-ray. <laughs> you still have it on Blu-ray? Yeah, I have it on Blu-ray. So yeah. I don't think you can actually find it online anymore. Maybe on Hulu. Maybe. I haven't checked. Okay. But, but all right. So to reiterate, my my bottom three was Baywatch. That's my number three. My bottom two was House of Mouse with their scale, like secret jokes, I guess, that we don't understand as kids. I guess a lot of the cartoons were like that when we were kids. But that one, I mean, being a Disney, that's why it kind of got to me. And then number one, probably Thunder. I saw. I mean, I saw that pretty young and stuff. So now I look back into it. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Mm-hmm. All right. So all right. Who wants to spend his top three? All right. So three up. The cigarette 
brand Morley is used a lot of movies and TV shows. Morley? Morley. Hmm. It's like they just happen to use the same fake cigarette brand. I guess so. Yeah. All right. Number two, no one ever harms children on camera. I, I can see why. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a good it's, 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 it's a good thing. A, but well, it's you also know what? Not, but that's surprising to hear because I mean, I would imagine like back in the day, maybe like not necessarily like, oh, you know, holy shit, let me beat the shit out of this kid. But I mean, like, kind of smack him in the back like, of the head. You know, like, smack him and like, you know, like, acting like, eh. but I mean, I guess like, I'm, I'm shocked to hear that. So I mean, um, yeah. And then number one, a lot of movies play o- pay ode to writers and directors from other movies or indirectly break the fourth wall to communicate police. Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. You can see that. No, yeah, totally. Um, let's see. For for my three up, um, I think uh, from from like you know, obviously watching The Office for what it feels like. I've lost track how many times I watched The Office now, <laughs> um, but I I enjoy seeing, like noticing when when the character when like the actors are are breaking. Oh yeah, like I love I love catching that now. And then now, shout out to the Office ladies, their their podcast, which is Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsley, um, and they give you like some snippets and some little little gems about each episode. Like they break down the episode and and tell you like kind of like their experience from et- like each episode and like what else was going on, like not only in the episode itself, but kind of just behind the scenes, like you know, like Steve Carell, um, you know, winning an award uh, for you know, four year old virgin or something like that. Uh, <laughs> I just I, I I like but yeah it's like it's just it was just cool seeing like you you can see like John Krasinski breaking or you look at uh um uh Mindy Kaling also breaking like that they're the probably like the two more obvious ones that break in in the show but yeah I I just love seeing seeing those moments <laughs> um for sure all right um number two um. No, yeah, kind of going with with Spencer with like a lot of a lot of like of shows and movies that do like um you know you know pay uh, kind of like kind of give respect to like iconic mo- moments in films like obviously I don't know how many times we've seen the like the the, the Shining. Okay, you know what I mean though, like scenes from The Shining. Mm-hmm. Or all work, of, all yeah. work, all work or no play makes Jack a dull boy. Yeah, the Simpsons did one. Sen- the Simpsons did. Office did one. Uh, they also pay tribute to that one. Um, kind of like yes, you know, like I mean, so like that, and then obviously we've seen Godfather references. We, it's so like I do like it when they do pay tribute to like, so yeah, you know, like I feel like if you do a shirt, a certain show, you kind of have to have like a little clip of that. So, right. So I like that, and then my number one. Um, so this, this I learned, um, well, cause of high school. So my high school, we actually took a, soci- I had to take a sociology class, uh, for, because I was a magnet student and, um, uh, my teacher, Mr. Griffin, he had us learn sociology by watching the Simpsons. Really? Yeah. So, and actually, this is actually, a, I don't know if it still is, but. In uh, the university, uh, in Stanford University, they have a sociology with the Simpsons class. Nice. So, so the Simpsons are, are weirdly enough a very good representation of 
of America. So obviously you have like the standard family. So if you didn't know there's like a standard family is is uh two and a half kids. Like, you know, I'm a husband and a wife and two and a half kids. Mm-hmm. If you notice Lisa, Bart, and Maggie. Maggie's a baby, so that's the half. Um, Homer, obviously, he's the typical American dad, like, you know, kind of fat, um, blue collar and all that. Marge is the, the typical house mother, you know, shit like that. So, like, it was just kind of crazy for, like, we were watching episodes and we're seeing, like, how that kind of reflects on society. And it was just kind of pretty cool to to learn that. So, like, I, I kind of like the, the sociology that came from The Simpsons. Okay, okay. That's pretty cool. That's cool. So to reiterate, reiterate. Uh, so number three was uh, seeing uh, actors break character in the office. Uh, number two is uh, number two is um, uh, uh, the tributes that they done for like iconic movie scenes, right? And then number one, uh, sociology with The Simpsons. All right, all right, cool, cool, cool. All right, so <clears throat> my number three. For me, my up number three is um so it's a nice little concept to think of, but you know, um do you remember that movie, All Dogs Go to Heaven? Yes. Yeah, so I guess you could say that kind of you know stuck with me. Um, you know, all dogs go to heaven. So that kind of stuck with me. So I'd like to believe that all my, you know, all my pups have passed away, you know, R.I.P. They're up there and stuff, watching over me and stuff. So yeah, I guess you could say that's my top three. You know, it's a good, it's a good feeling. It's a good concept. I always like that the concept. That, you know, all dogs go to heaven. So yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Um, so and then my number two. Um, so this has to do with anime. Um, whenever the any anime uses like a very deep speech, like um. For example, when it's like to hype you up or to talk to, to tell you about the real world, like big time right now, what's going trending on right now is like Madara Uchiha's speech from Naruto about how the world is, how negative the world is. Um, you have to be real about it. Now, I would say word for word, but I don't want to get in trouble and stuff. But basically, if you check it out on YouTube and you put it uh, Madara Uchiha's uh, speech. It, it kind of it speaks to you, you know. It it, it kind of puts it in perspective for you how life is now. But yeah, like anime, same thing. Kind of like how you you know these famous movie scenes. Well, anime uses a lot of uh, I guess you could say platforms to hype you up or even show you what's going on in the world, real in the real world, just speech and drawing. That's always been pretty cool. Um, that's on my number two. Um, and my number one. Um, so you know how um, Looney Tunes would always use Acme products, mm-hmm. and so basically, it's kind of like a, of course, it was always kind of like a, a a grab you kind of stuff. Like you would always wonder if those things were actually made. Like uh, let's say. The trampoline or the rocket power skates or you know dynamite TNT all kinds of stuff the catapult Wiley Coyote whenever he was about to go for the Roadrunner so mm-hmm. so there's actually people that make these things 
You know, like that, that's pretty cool. I think that's pretty cool. It's dangerous. Don't try this at home kind of shit. You know, but it's pretty cool that there's actually companies out there and people who actually use their uh, ingenuity. I guess you could say like that, those kind of cartoons, stuff like that. They give them a little bit of, um, of, uh, ideas to try to, you know, do something, um, even though it's not like something super useful and stuff, but it's it's a it's something based off of a TV show, and I always thought it was pretty cool when they would make certain things like um, how from the Doctor Who episodes or stuff like that. Like they actually made the the TARDIS, the phone booth. There's there's phone booths that actually look like that now. Um, same thing for like um, buildings. You know how. There's um, Universal Studios. I think mm-hmm. Universal Studios has like the Simpsons world, the Harry Potter world. So based off of all this stuff, like they, they made it to where it's actually accessible. So it kind of gives you that that thing that you kind of always wondered like, oh, I, w- I wonder how the actual comic book shop from, you know, um, damn it, what was his name? The comic book guy from the Simpsons. Comic book guy. That was his name. Oh, all mm-hmm. right, well. You know, I'm pretty sure in the Simpsons world they do have like uh, Androids. Uh, what was it? Androids Dungeon. I think that was called. Uh, so I'm pretty sure they do have that shop. So it's, it's some like I guess you could say something they bring out from that show in real life. Like that was, I always thought that was really badass. Like that's just me. So I mean, to reiterate, number three. Um, fuck, I forgot it. I had it on top of my tongue. I forgot my number three. I had it on the tip of my tongue. Wasn't Pokemon. <laughs> By the way, happy 25th anniversary, Pokemon. Yay! <laughs> totally off the radar there. Um, ah, what did I just, Damn it. Just, uh, just retrace your steps. So, number one. Number is- one was the fact that they actually use actual, uh, they build the actual things from the cartoons, like out in the real world. Mm-hmm. So, they're actually interactive. Um, number two, the anime speeches and stuff like you know, Madara Chihas, the whole Naruto thing. I'm well, I will, I'm a real hero kind of stuff. Robos breathing pretty hard, yeah, he's snoring up a snore. Yeah. <laughs> and then number three is, um. Well, you guys already heard it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm not going to keep you all waiting for this shit because I'm trying to think. Watch, I'm going to come up with it right at the last minute. Yeah, this is probably something we should write down. Like, yeah, we should we start should. writing them down. Anyways, <sighs> um, but yeah, so that's the show, man. Thank you guys for listening. Um, we want to give a shout out to Unhinged Sports Network. You can follow them on Twitter at Network Unhinged. Um, actually, we officially have dropped the uh, the Unhinged Sports Network uh store. Um so yeah now you can go ahead and get yourself some some swag from Unhinged Sports Network. But also we do have now a t shirt. We have a yeah. insert name FC t shirt. So um if you guys go there right now, um I believe the code is still in play. Um if you use the code Clash, you'll get 10% off your purchase. So um yeah we do have officially a insert name FC t shirt. Yay you good, man? Yeah. I'm still trying to think of the third one. Sorry. Okay. Uh, also, uh, so 
one, uh, follow them on Twitter at Network Unhinged. Um, be notified whenever we do drop our episodes, which obviously, you know, it's Thursdays at 11 a.m. Central Time. Um, but obviously, to make things easier for you, go ahead and follow them on Twitter. Obviously, also follow us on Twitter at InsertNameFC because um, we will be sharing when we are live on uh, Network Unhinged and also just their website, which is unhingedsn.com. So definitely be on the lookout because you def- we definitely want to compete in winning podcast of the year. And if, in order for us to do that, you guys got to listen to us at, at, uh, at Unhinged Sports Network. Yeah, and all of our goofiness stuff too. Just like how I forgot my number three. All right. And then obviously, shout out to Alejandra Gomez and her company, A&G Graphics with an X for the creation of the Insert Name FC logo. You can follow her on Instagram at a.g.graphics with an X. Uh, once again, that's at a.g.graphics with an X. Um, follow her and also check out all her work that you, if you guys like what you're seeing from her, go ahead and shoot her in the DMs and ask if you can get a logo done for her, uh, from her. And she'll take good care of you because clearly you see how amazing our logo looks like. So, yep. So, yeah. And of course, I mean, gotta give props to this guy. The Chick fil A player of the year. Our Chick fil A player of the year. If the, this is what we're gonna name this award after Roosevelt Spencer. Um, so Erling Haaland, you will be the first ever Roosevelt Spencer Chick fil A player of the year <laughs> award recipient, most likely. Probably. I don't know. Something, something could change. Yeah, right. Uh, maybe not. But, um, but yeah, so, so we're gonna name the award after, after Spencer. Spencer's probably like, I don't know what the fuck I did, but okay. Um, but yeah, so I mean, the, obviously we sound the way we sound because of Spencer. We have these dope beats because of Spencer. Um, uh, this, I mean, Spencer also hosted a show while we were going through blackouts. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, what else is there to say about Spencer that we haven't said already? So, he's shout amazing. out to Spencer. Shout out to Spencer, he's man. He's the best. Um, he's, he's the, he's the heartbeat of this show. Um, that's why everything he says goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, hopefully I don't have to sing for you. So hopefully you're, you're singing for me. But anyways, so shout out to him. If you guys like our beats and you like the way we sound, go ahead and follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. Once again, it's at that guy dope. Uh, follow him on Instagram. Go ahead. And if you guys are looking to do like a collaboration, maybe you're an aspiring rapper. Well, let the man make you some beats, make you sound good. So there is that. Yep. That's some damn good beats. All right, guys. So that is episode 26. Um, thank you for listening. Catch us next week when we have episode 27 because we're back on track with the numbers now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a good show. Um, I know this is going to be a little bit different now because you guys hear the the, the the cringy recording ads, but I mean, it's, it's all good. It's all love. We got to we're continuing looking to strive and sound better and different and, uh, as always. So, and of course, you know, with our producer Spencer, we're going the direction that he wants. So this is what we're doing. Um, I, I hope you guys enjoy it. And obviously make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and Twitter at insert name FC. Um, Cause we want to start doing some things with social media. We need to start doing a little bit more. Um, so, you know, obviously if you guys are following us, we can definitely be more active. Yep. And just to give you all a heads up on the Twitch FIFA, Instagram FC uh, match. I did play one match. Um, I did stream it and I won like 12 to 1, I think it was. And I did not use any starter. And I also have six players in my starting lineup 
Wow. German player. Man, you really lucked out with Julian Brandt, huh? Bro, I did. You have no idea. I ended up getting Kruger and Mina. No, I saw. I saw. All right. I, so, I watched it. So I might we might throw some we might throw some things. Oh, in. you gotta actually actually, yeah. So so Spencer, um, hopefully you're listening to this. I'll I'll throw in our group text. But when you get to the transfer windows, uh-huh. you must notify me and Spencer. Because me and Spencer will do a random thing, but we'll just randomly say a country. We'll each say one country. Me and Spencer will say each a country. Okay. And if we just happen to you happen to have a player from that country, mess with them. Oh God, you guys suck. Fine, let's do this. I'm doing it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, I mean, I got six German players in the squad. So. I mean, we're not touching the Germans. We won't say German. Yeah, because I have to have six players to the German players. God, you sound so distraught from that. I do. That's weird because like when I do FIFA career modes, I always try to like have majority of the players on my team from the country I'm playing in. Man, I play with whoever, dog. I just want my best team. And ironically, a lot of the players that I want don't want to come to the third division. Gee, I wonder uh, why. Oh, you think? Even though I have the freaking money for them. Oh, uh, you think? <laughs> you thought I was going to make this easy for you? I thought. <laughs> uh, you dumb. Anyways. You, you. But yeah, so we'll, we'll add that, that tidbit as well. So what, you must let us know when you get onto the transfer window. Yeah, I'll let you know. I'll let you so know. So me and Spencer, we won't even look. We'll, it's going to be a blind, we'll, we'll blindly say. So for all you know, you don't have to sell anybody. So, Hopefully. And it just has to be one player from that country. So it doesn't. Uh, just because we say like England and all of a sudden like you guys saw all your English players. No, don't worry about that. Okay. It's going to be one player. All right. And then, um, well, if you guys want to catch the stream, it's uh, on Twitch at RedWolf2017. That's RedWolf2017 on Twitch. Um, we'll go ahead and post it on when I get online. I'll post it on the story and I'll tag uh, Instagram name FC. So we'll see what's up. Hopefully I can do better. Even though I'm doing good, I'm just saying. I mean, you were going against a very, you were going against a third division team. Like, Jesus. Yeah. But some of the players I have are 68 old. That's fine in the third division. I mean, there's two, yeah. there's teams with like 57 overall players. Damn. But I would know because I've done it before. Jeez. <laughs> but, and that's with like a bad team. <laughs> oh, man. But, all right. I'll keep it going. Keep it going. All right, guys. So that's the show. Thanks for listening and catch us next week for episode 27. All right. Take care, guys.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.